Apparently, it was Agatha all along, although I think personally it was Joel all along, because this is the Bennett Brothers podcast for the Marvel TV series WandaVision on Disney Plus, episode seven, Breaking the Fourth Wall. And I'm Jerry Bennett. And I am the aforementioned Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us yet again. When we talk about you don't one, have an afro, by the way. I do not. I don't know what you said. I, that. Not yet. We are going to talk about WandaVision's latest episode. We're going to spoil the heck out of it. Talk about Easter eggs. Talk about connections to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and other universes. Maybe who knows what's going on? But we're going to talk about it here. It's exciting. We like to do this. We hope you're enjoying it. We know we have a lot of new listeners who have joined for this television show, and we love having you. So thank you for participating and listening and doing everything you do to make us enjoy doing this. We like it a lot. Uh, Jerry, We got. We, I did get something wrong. I didn't get it wrong, but I false yeah, information. This was not an hour-long episode. So there you go. I and thought they might be one hour long episodes. They are not. We'll see what the last two episodes have uh, in store. The for us. the next episode, I believe, is forty seven. So it'll be the longest. But that's you know minus the tr- commercials, which makes it down to like thirty nine or thirty three uh, credits. No, I was gonna say you don't want to get rid of those commercials. Those are Jerry. Those are a part of the show. Jerry's been skipping over all the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> it's been crazy. It's like, well, oh, there's a bathroom break. <laughs> So we're going to talk about this latest episode directed by Matt Shakeman and things we like, things we didn't like. And you know the process. You've listened to us before. If you're just joining us for the first time, go back and listen to our previous one so you can see how wrong we've been about everything. No, we've been right about some things, wrong about other things. It's exciting. Jerry, what did you think of this latest episode? Okay. Also, just letting you guys know, obviously, unless Joel said it and I was paying attention, we aren't going to do any news this week because we want to get deep into this fast. And there really wasn't any real important news. I thought this was a great episode, great reveal. Again, just like the previous week, they had a couple episodes right there where they were hitting us with with one-two punches of like big reveals and surprise characters. And so we were we were like, oh, so excited about that. And the fact that this one doesn't necessarily do it, even though there is the reveal at the end, but everybody seemed to know about. That does, you kind of do get a little spoiled for a couple episodes where it's like, oh, what's it going to be this week? It's going to be crazy. And this didn't do it. In fact, there is the not reveal that happens in this episode. We'll talk about it in the moment it happens and how I don't think it was a big deal. I think the internet built it up that it wasn't. But I like this episode. Did you? I, oh, I did like this episode. I mean, these shows are great. Uh, this show is wonderful to watch over and over again like we do. Yes. There is not a big reveal in this episode, although the, it was, there was a big reveal. Agatha, it was Agatha all along. <laughs> yes, we got that. Everyone seemed to know that. But when you throw a thousand theories at mm-hmm. the wall, something's going to stick. And that seems to be what that happened. You but know, this, that particular that one was fairly new, known. And it's also not a character that, you know, a lot of people were up and down. It wasn't, it was great. And I still don't think it's a reveal. Just like I said before, when we were like, oh, it's Wanda. Wanda's blame. Well, clearly she's not to blame. So now we're being told, hey, everybody, it's Agatha all along. It's not Agatha. Because in the comics, she's not a villain. She's a gray character. Correct, correct. Yes, very correct. And, you know, in the day and age world we live in, if we're going to say at the end it was a woman witch behind it all and everything, it's like you got to really justify that without getting 
called out for why does it have to be this? Why does it have to be that? I think we're going to find out that she's in leagues with somebody or she's also being manipulated. Perhaps her non-seen husband, Ralph, who is supposed to be the devil. And if she's a witch and witches are supposed to be married to the devil, maybe there's going that route or something. We'll find out. And that's the end of our show. We'll find out next Take week. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Did you notice in the opening credits, I saw somebody else point this out, when we see the Marvel logo, one of the last things you see is the logo is turning from all the images of the movie is you see a shot now of the Black Panther slamming down on the ground from Infinity War. I think it's Infinity War. And it's basically this giant purple blast happened and it goes across all the words Marvel. And I've heard speculation like, oh, is that supposed to be another representation of the purple power magic stuff like that? Hmm, I like that. I did not notice that. Yeah. Oh, man, it's like someone pointed out online when they do their recaps and she says, previously on WandaVision, it's a different recording each time. And does her, voice, my, uh, yeah. does her voice change? I am no idea her voice does change i mean her voice changes but like is it significant it's I guess less I enthusiastic every episode where the the beginning is like previously on wandavision now it's like previously on wandavision <laughs> it's, it's it's i wonder if that's a if it's that's her a story energy telling, going out yeah or if, if that's a storytelling device or if that's a product of next time on you know next time on in the 1950s it was next time on like i don't know if it's a product of telling why are you doing next time on when we're talking about previously, previously on? You know, all I'm saying is I don't know if it's a product <laughs> I, of that. This show, initially, my every time you speculated about Fitzsimmons showing up or any of that stuff, I was laughing like it's I, not going to happen. You were the ones that brought that up. Get out of here. But this show is making me believe it. any. I mean, obviously, again, as we come down to the big reveal this episode of the of the scientist or whatever the heck we were supposed to be, you know, reveal like it's gonna be Reed Richards, it's gonna be, you know, I thought it was gonna be Riri Williams, Ironheart, and it wasn't. And people are like, Oh my god, they made such a big deal out of it. It's like, no, she mentioned I, we'll it talk twice. About that. She I'm, mentioned it twice. I'm interested in talking about that a little bit more, but yeah. we'll get to that point. So let's go into this modern family take on a show with a little bit of the office thrown in there. And also there was words of another show that I wasn't familiar with, but I guess some of the people who created this had a show and the opening titles were supposed to be reminiscent of that as Happy well. Happy Endings. That, that was, show. yeah, okay. I also think this is probably going to be the last sitcom-y show, this episode. I don't know if there's another... Is the last episode going to be them spoofing their own TV show? I mean, we may bounce it back and <laughs> forth. It could be. I mean, we saw in this episode how we saw a bounce back and forth with different furniture flying around. So I think we could definitely go back into some of those, but I don't see us doing another layer on a show. I don't think so either, but you, we'll see what happens. Let's talk so about this episode some of the starts off where she's laying in bed. She's actually covered by a blanket that has like interlocking hexagons on the blanket. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's secure in her hex, right? That's what I think that's supposed to represent is that she has security within the blanket. Okay. Wanda does the whole talking to the camera bit, mockumentary style. We get to see a flashback to last week's episode when she expanded the hex. Billy and Tommy are downstairs playing some video games, and their controllers start to change. I like to see the Atari controller. That was nice. I like to see Uno. And it's the black Uno backs. It's not like the crazy, wacky Uno backing of the cards nowadays. Uh, again, I think we mentioned this in a previous podcast. They're both wearing watches. Now, I don't know how significant that is, but they're both wearing watches, and it seems like a very poignant thing to say kids wear watches. Cause, which know, kid is which again? Uh, Tommy is the... The longer-haired one, I believe. He's wicked. Okay, yes. so Tommy's got... He makes the comment that his head is noisy. He's yes. hearing no, all of these... Billy. Th- 
makes the comment his head is noisy. He's got the short Okay, hair. there we go. See how it's, Billy's Wiccan. I know I, these characters better, and it's t- totally gone from head. So Wiccan is the one whose head is noisy. Yes. Well, yes, correct. Yes. Not speed. So his head is feeling really noisy. Obviously, I think that is a representation of that everyone has two personalities. Two voices going on in their heads. He's, yes. he's, he's reading all of that. And I also love that we're getting the sitcom camera zooms, just like in all the previous sitcom tropes we saw from the different uh, different decades you don't realize until you start seeing that camera goes zoom in zoom out a little bit focus boom it, which is yeah. which is just what office modern family parks and rec it, it's that documentary feel like look we're moving it but it's become so cliche it's it, what i love about it is it's designed to make it look like it's handheld or happening in the moment but television has also realized we don't want the jason Bourne whip around give you you know not make you sick while you're watching it so it's like it's done but it, it's done moving but it's all done very non uh, aggressive and also not of your eyes aren't going to get messed up from it either so wanda is stressing out and she's decided to take a quarantine style vacation she still has her costume on yes she still has her costume on when she gets out of bed then she she's talking to the, the thing i like the idea that she's taking a quarantine style vacation i don't know if this was written before quarantine or after but like it just seemed a little like, oh, that took me out for half a second thinking about quarantine. Mm-hmm. There, She goes to the refrigerator. There's a lot of generic food in the fridge, like Florida pulp. And we see her grab some almond milk. And there's a couple other products in there that are no discernible. Uh, they have no discernible uh, identity as far as but not the, the cereal. Itself. The cereal does. When she pulls it out, she pulls out sh- uh, sugar snaps, which the snap. Were, it's it, the snap. Oh, OK. I was going to say, is sugar snaps a real cereal? Uh, sugar golden crisps, sugar crisps, sugar, you know, you know, sugar pops. I think it's, and there's snap crackle pop. I think it's just a generic put together I there. But so anytime you hear and snap. And there's a clown on it. Yes. So that's, you know, clowns and she transforms And if you look at the maze the at the back of the box, it's supposed to represent vision, vision is trying to get to the center of the maze, which is where she's at. Just like Westworld. So this is great. Combining yes. Westworld with MCU. Who knows where this is going to go? Yeah. Jerry's referring to the back of the cereal box had a maze coloring thing on it uh the maze toy kids thing on it i don't know what you would call I'd it i'd call it a maze and stop talking that's what it. it is yes the almond milk changes the time so she goes from almond milk to two percent vitamin milk and it goes all the way back to like the glass bottled milk well interesting on the carton they do show that there is a missing person but it's blurred out and a missing child is a thing apparently that that carton missing person thing that is such a trope was only around for like three years I don't know if you knew that or not, but it was like it came and went. I but did not it latched know that. It on. is such a cliche. It is. It latched on. But this leads to the question of who is uh, Jimmy, uh, who's Wu's missing person or, you know, the person who's in witness protection program. We still have that mystery out there. I heard that the missing kids thing was actually moved to condom boxes. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were you're like, like, oh. What are those? No, it is. It's tears. <laughs> so that's from Half-Baked. You know how much condoms cost? I don't know. We never used them anyways. Wah, wah, wah. Um, that was Willie Nelson. Anyways, uh, we go to the opening of our credits. So our opening credit sequence for the show within the show. And it has the office type music to it. It has the happy endings style to it. 
which I've never seen happy endings, but that's what the internet says. If you look at some of the stuff that there's some small Easter eggs, for instance, on there's a license plate that says Wanda, and above that is the twelve twenty eight twenty two are the numbers which people have thought that is that Stanley's birthday. Excelsior, true believers. Or it could be the future too. Who knows? With twenty, this is also this takes place past 22 so who knows if that could have something to do with it but that's probably what it is there's also another another quick little glimpse of of cut out letters very like a serial killer or someone who like a kidnapper i know what you're doing wanda yes and then we don't see the vision's name until the very end mm -hmm. of this it's all wanda Wanda, also with vision's name we see a heart drawn around friday the 10th not sure if that means anything well isn't that when his boss mr hart was coming on the the 22nd i want to say that's when Steve, uh, that's, that was when uh, 12th? 22nd. That's Stanley's birthday. August, what are you doing? August 23rd. Okay. Was the date. Mr. Hart's coming back, I'm guessing. May, yeah. Mr. Hart, there he is. Whatever happened to Mr. Hart? After the opening, we head out to the Sword Temporary Retreat, eight miles outside of Westview. I enjoyed this because it shows that more people made it out. Or. You know, they had different bases set up. They had them coming in, yeah. Yeah, I like that. We get a shot of this woman who then the director goes up to. Do we know her name? She was in the car. We do have her name. I do not have it in front of me. I will get it. She was in the car when they were leaving Westview last episode. She's been around she's the lackey behind yeah so they're discussing how there's nothing on the tv because the signal is now gone so wanda is not broadcasting out anymore and the director finishes the sequence off by saying we launch today what are they gonna launch lunch they're gonna launch lunch (laughs) okay agent rodriguez is her name Ah. played by selena undoos andoos so so let's go to the circus we are going to the circus we cut back to full screen or the we're not in the widescreen we'll aspect go back to the ratio screen. talk ed yep aspect ratio just for you vision he wakes up he's okay still agent monty who we've seen in previous episodes kind of a jerk agent he is the strong man darcy is an escape artist oh is that the guy who gave darcy grief when he first yep. okay nice yep. i wasn't sure what he's uh here's a fun little hidden easter egg on one of the doors of the cars it has the logo for the circus and it actually is sword but a different acronym it stands for a spectacular world of rapturous diversions wow that's a real stretch but no but that's what it says i know around i get that but it's so like that's well i like that you know that's that's cool you would never notice it if you didn't see it and so they run off a little bit darcy and vision they have their own little story going on we cut to agnes she comes over to the house She's wearing purple now, which the costumes are kind of a big thing in this episode. At one point, she's just Wanda's just wearing blue. Eventually, she's going to start wearing red again. Agnes is wearing purple. We're going to have Monica come in. She's dealing with blue. So it's very colorful. It's very colorful, but they have it, it seems poignant in a lot of ways. There's a moment when Agnes says she's going to take the kids, and she says she won't bite. She promises she won't bite. She looks into the camera. And then she has a joke where she said she actually did bite a kid once. So we were supposed to play it off as a joke. But is she someone who's eaten kids before? I don't know if they're going to go that route, but she's a witch. A witch! A witch! Before Agnes actually showed up, there was a couple of interesting, I thought, some dialogues is, is... they talk about Pietro, and she says, he's not your uncle. And then she and the kids ask, well, who is he? And she doesn't answer the question. She says, I have no answers. And, and then and she also makes a statement, everything is meaningless. 
Uh, but then she tells the camera, don't worry, because <laughs> the vision's made from vibranium, and those kids have literally inherited tough skin. But it's, yeah, there's, you know, she's kind of giving up on everything. Yeah, she is depressed, I guess would be one of the words for it, as we mm. find out with the commercial later on. She also has a suspicious, uh, Agnes has a suspicious mole on her back, which I guess is something that witches, witches do, I guess. Moly, moly, moly. <laughs> the house, after the kids leave, the house starts changing back to its old forms. We start seeing some of the old get-up. We see the stork. She's and switching it back. We, cu- we cut to Wanda sitting in front of the, the interview. She's going, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. She says that over and over again. We Meaning have a motif going on here where people say things over and over again like they're stuck in repeat. So I, won't, I don't think oh, this I don't is think a part that of that. that. No. But, you know, she's, she is sort of stuck in a... A, situ- a situation, a prison, if you will. Uh, cut to Monica and Jimmy back out talking about Project Cataract. Yes, which was behind the final firewall. We talked about that last mm-hmm. week about the firewall. Was this the answer? This is the answer. We find out that Hayward is keeping track on Vision because he wants to use him as a weapon, or at least that's what Monica thinks he wants to do. We don't actually get 100% clarification. This is what Hayward wants. Exactly. And then we finally get to meet the big reveal this episode. The astrophysicist. Should we get to meet Monica's guy? Who's not a guy. Major Goodner? Major Goodner, not Major Badner. So we know <laughs> that they're good and not bad. Who's played by Rachel Thompson, who's play who's in the Ozark a TV show. She's been on the TV show Black Lightning. So she's this person we're supposed to know. I've looked around. There are no comic book connections to this person. I feel this was a little cheap. Well, again, they only mentioned it twice in passing. The internet latched onto it. The but show they is didn't not just to blame for that. But they, he they, mentioned it twice. They say she has an astrophysicist friend coming who can yeah. get her in. And then That's she goes fine. on to something That's else. Fine. So and she, then she goes, He'll here be here comes, in an hour. My guy, my guy is coming to get me in. In an hour. And yeah. then they started talking. It wasn't like they said it and then they all like paused to think about it. It was always, those both times it's been talked about, it, it was it was in, they're doing stuff, the music's going, they're running around and, hey, I got a guy that's coming in an hour and then they go on and do something else. But obviously in the day and age we live in, we can, we can analyze it and focus on it. And what is it? Is it this? Was that something? And sometimes it's good to do that and it's accurate. And sometimes it's just major goodner. Two thoughts on it. That's pretty good, actually. So three thoughts on it. One, that was good. Two thoughts on that. One, they know what they're doing. They wouldn't have had her say, I got my guy coming. Like, why wouldn't you say, I've got my girl coming? And I know I'm not, I'm not getting into the pronoun thing. No, I think you just did. But that seems like they're doing that to be misleading. Right? I think that feels like they're misleading. It could but be. Or could again, also, we, we're, again, we're stuck because we've been talking about it for two weeks and the show has not been talking about it for two weeks. We have. But so. they've mentioned it. They wouldn't have written, yeah, yeah, they just, wouldn't have written that line into dialogue well, if they we're gonna, didn't do it. Unless they, and unless if, they wrote that you line say that going, you say they would You say they be. wouldn't, but at the next after the next two episodes is over with and the show goes on and there's never another mention of it, then you're going to go like, well, I guess they didn't really mean you're anything right. about it. You're absolutely so right. I, I, again, I said I think it was a little cheap in the sense that they said this is a guy and they're just trying to play on our expectations. And I think that is... Unless they're trying to show, Not, like, hey, it doesn't have to be a guy, Joel. Maybe well, that's your then issue. Then why, like, I have a person. I have them coming. I, I have I have Major Goodner's coming. You hey, know, they man. could have done. They when, could have done a ton of different things. They chose the words in the say, Goonies when he coming. goes, "Hey, you guys and you girls." No, it's just guys. Yeah, I get that. And you know what? <laughs> we may be both be wrong, and there could be another person who designed the space rover or something. But like Major that. Goodner has a connection to Monica because she talks about how the mother. Uh, Monica's mother would really appreciate 
the loyalty that Major Goodner has. And this also shows that even though the director is in charge of S.W.O.R.D., it's a bigger organization than he may not be in charge of everything. Maybe Nick Fury has a faction in this too. So yeah. this part, these people, I, I was looking at like, oh, are these supposed to be like an army division? No, it's this is also S.W.O.R.D. Uh, it's not just under his purview. Yes. So we'll see if this goes anywhere. It might not. We'll see. So we get this big old vehicle coming out. A which space looks like rover, which we find out later. It looks like something from the new Lost in Space TV series. And the vehicle has a hexagon-shaped cab, which I think is just a coincidence. I think so, too. <laughs> I don't know. These guys. Back they to Vision plans. and Darcy. Vision frees Darcy's mind. And they leave in a funnel cake truck. They the should have really played. Should they should have played "En Vogue" for your mind. There, that's a separate. Yeah. Okay, but I'd rather talk about a funnel cake truck. So there you go. <laughs> okay. She ha- there's a hula girl in the funnel cake truck, a hula girl statue, which is reminiscent of Agents of Shield and Sky, who played Quake. She had a hula uh, girl in her van. I'm sorry. I think you couldn't hear me right now. I was stretching my <laughs> arms just like you're stretching again. It's Tahiti it's because Tahiti. everything is Tahiti. It couldn't be Hawaii. Back to Wanda. Wanda's talking to the camera. And then the interviewer actually talks back to Wanda. This is an awesome moment. This you is... also skipped over that the strongman got punched, by the way. I, I did that on purpose because okay. you know how much that matters. <laughs> yes, yeah, very good, good point. The interviewer talks back to Wanda. This is an important moment here. I want to point out that someone said this on the internet. I cannot clarify this, but they said this is Catherine Hahn's voice modulated. It probably is. It probably is. I listened to it the second time, and it did not sound as masculine as it did the first time. It sounded slightly modulated when I listened to it. Obviously, what Wanda doesn't understand what's happening, and we hear the phrase, do you think maybe that is what you deserve? And, Monica, and obviously not Monica. Yeah, Wanda guess. responds back, you're not supposed to talk. So I definitely believe it's... You know, which you'd be really curious, like, what does Wanda see? Wanda see? But then again, we were also established later in this episode, like, when Vision realizes he's sitting one place. He's actually not. It's in his mind. This is this, The talking to the camera thing is in their mind. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And oh, here's yeah. a, fun, a fun little fact. Modern Family, which is obviously one of the, the more famous mockumentaries out there, uh, The Office and Parks and Rec, and a couple other shows... This Modern Family was originally one of the characters on the show, or a couple of characters on the show, were the interviewer. It was actually supposed to be someone who was a character on the show documenting this family. They eventually got rid of that and just said, this is the way we're doing it. We're not even going to question it, unlike Office, which questions it later on. Well, The Office is the only one of all of them, well, I shouldn't say all, of the three big ones, Parks and Recs, The Office, and Modern Family. The Office did it first, and then they made the decision to like acknowledge it and tie it back to the end of the show, how it is. Parks and Rec never deal with it. And Modern Family seriously doesn't deal with it. The only other one that I'm thinking of the top of my head right now that I love is what we do in the shadows. And they actually acknowledge the crew all the time <laughs> because yes. they're getting eaten by vampires. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they uh, this this is uh, it makes you more and more believe Modern Family is just obviously like you're looking for a definition of what it is. It's just in their mind thinking these things. Yep. Through. And again, like I said, that was an original character was supposed to be the documentary. I never heard that before. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. So this is that happens, and then we cut to the commercial for the episode that Nexus. Jerry skipped through. No Nexus, it is to help you with depression or not, you know, make you feel better. They have a great shot where she looks like she's lying in bed and she steps forward. It's you just a cool pair, shot. Yeah, we see it's, both the same actors. Same actors. Yep. The closing line: Because the world doesn't revolve around you, or does it? What's Nexus, Jerry? <laughs> the Nexus 
is the center of everything. It's the nexus of reality. The nexus has been used so often. The nexus of reality is something that we tied into actually in Thor The Dark World, where Eric Selgig is actually talking about that on that board when he's in the uh, mental facility. Uh, another reason people talk about Nexus in regards to Wanda is in the comics, because of the multiverse that's out there, and we've talked to Ad Nauseam about that, the Nexus, there are what are called Nexus beings, and Wanda is what that is. That means you are that's one person who is in some universe who only exists, like there's not another Wanda in the DC universe, there's not another Wanda in the, the uh, universe that... Captain America, you know, didn't get frozen. So the that's, Fox universe? Is that yeah, what you're trying to say? It could be, yes. So that is what it is in relationship to Wanda if they decide to go down that How route. fun is that? Because, again, I'm watching the – for those who don't know, I've been going through all the X-Men movies as well just because this might Why tie they in. There is no Wanda per se, the Wanda that we know, the twin, in the X-Men universe. Well, there's just the little sister. There's the little sister. And they mention an older sister – but they never actually say Wanda. So this could be connected to the Fox universe because she's a Nexus being who doesn't exist in the Fox universe. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, that's that's good stuff. We go to Agnes's house. We get to see Senior Scratchy who again. I'm fairly certain is her familiar. Mm-hmm. And also there's, it's uh, again, it's Tommy, right? Billy. Tommy. Billy. <laughs> Billy likes it there because it's quiet because Agnes is quiet on the inside. And Agnes looks at the camera again. They're still playing up the fact that Agnes looks like, you know, what's going on. She's, which is great. I love it. Also, there is a reference to Ralph again, which yes. we talked about earlier. Who's Ralph? What's Ralph going to do? Is Ralph even going to be a thing? Ralph might not even be a thing in this point. You know, like the, like Major Goodner just turns out to be something. It could be nothing. Monica, outside the house. She's getting all suited up in her, in her astronaut gear. I want to point out that that looks futuristic, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they have helmets and things like that where you push the back of the button and it gives you a helmet. Yeah, uh, I that. don't want that nanotechnology garbage. Well, I mean, they use that when they do the time traveling to go small. The yeah, well, with Tony Stark's capabilities, yeah. Yeah, and I, well, that yes, he's not giving that to everybody. Otherwise, everybody he'd put the garment district out of business. Like, but it's not just them. Yeah, it's it's them. It's Wakanda. It yeah. Ant Man eventually kind of gets it. Uh, uh, Star Lord has it in space. So those are the fu- those are the futuristic uh, costumes. This one is not, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. We find out that this vehicle is the most heavily armored space rover they have. Yes, and they try they try to drive it in, and Ramming it won't speed! it won't go into the hex. It actually kind of gets in a little bit. The and then- density of the field is matching her it eventually rewrites the car at least the front half of it <laughs> which is great it's halfway transformed yeah but monica heads in anyways we also so yeah so, so it spits it out monica says i can do this i had made a point last week of talking about how they were poo-pooing darcy and how dangerous th- staying there is you're gonna do it again no i'm not no i'm not you actually made a point so jerry and i watched this together and i, I thought this point? was wow. i thought this was a great point she runs in and she charges into battle to try to save people, and that's what heroes do. You said that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the, this is her obviously her origin story is happening right now." Yeah, I might know. And I, I might know what I'm talking about. All the I time. love that concept. Like, yeah, it was dangerous, but she ran in. Not saying that Darcy's not a hero for staying behind, but this is how superheroes get made, and this is her origin story. So she runs up to the hex. She's pushing herself through. We get to hear some dialogue from Captain Mar- from Captain Marvel. Again, we see multiple Monica. 
Monicas. Somebody online has even said that they they saw one of the images of the multiple Monicas. Like we see the Geraldine version of her and we see the black and white version of her. Someone said that they saw what looked like her costume from the comic books in there. I didn't see that. I did not see that either, but I didn't know to look for that. So that's interesting. But she lands on the outside. Her eyes are glowing, and this causes her vision to different. She can see the wavelengths of the hex and everything until she kind of shakes it off. What we see here, she's got these blue, very cool. Clearly, uh, she is now a superhero, yeah, which is it's awesome. awesome. It's it, very it, it, awesome. They did a really good job developing yeah. this. This is her moment. It stands out. It's really powerful. Cut away to Vision, who's getting all caught up on Infinity War and Endgame from Darcy. Yes, and he's also doing a sit-down interview. Yeah, they're being delayed on their return to home, which reminded me of something else that we saw that was something that was like constantly, oh no, what? Oh, it's, it's the Truman Show, basically. It's the Truman Show mm-hmm. effect where they're having. It's silly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's silly, like drive around yeah. or, you know. But he I makes mean, comments he, about yeah. Jarvis and Ultron and he asks the question, what am I now? And the most relevant part is that Darcy doesn't really say what she is, but she goes, I know that the love you two have is real. Not, not only that, she goes, I've been watching WandaVision for a week, which is incredibly meta because as we're sitting there watching WandaVision while she's watching WandaVision. That's, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm, mm, that's good stuff. So that's Monica, stuff. we come back to her and she's taking off her spacesuit and her underneath outfit is very superhero-ish. The colors and, the, and everything. I thought that looked great. Yep. She goes to Wanda. Wanda mad. And... Wanda sends her outside with magic, and this time she fights back, and she lands in the superhero pose. Yes, she does. Dottie. We get to see Dottie look for a mm-hmm. half a second watching this. We see Dennis, the delivery man, as well. He's wearing a... He was UPS a male uniform, no, but, he's, but the, yeah, it's a UPS uniform, but it's called Presto, which is magic talk for, yes. you know... For Changeo. Exactly. Or rearrange <laughs> So I love the conversation here where... This is what I wanted previous episode i wanted monica to sell wanda this and she did it here i was so excited where she they're basically saying you know you're lying she goes the only lies i've ever said are the ones that you put in my mouth and then she actually confronts wanda i thought this was great she because wanda's like all this threatening stuff and she's gonna do it monica's like do it then take me out you know i've been waiting and i'm like oh i was so happy because exactly and that's what you want to see you want like it's like anytime you see like in a in a, a fictional world where somebody's like on the edge, and then the other kind of person always walks closer to him. No, no, everything's going to be okay. Everything, as they slowly walk towards to put their hand on him, and they're like, don't touch me, and it explodes. It's like, don't keep walking towards them. Sit down. You know, like, I always think, like, when there's these confrontations, like, it's building up. If you're the one involved in that, why don't you go, like, listen, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit on the ground with my legs crossed, and I'm just going to talk to you. So I'm not threatening, so you can't actually turn around and go, get away from me. It's like, no, I'm coming close to you. So I love this part. Yeah, but we good. see that. Agnes is watching this. Yeah, so it's even more prominent on the second watch because you know where this is going. She looks out the window and she actually looks kind of like, ugh, I got to deal with this. But I think this was the catalyst because at this point, I think she gets rid of the kids at this point. I don't think she was going to do that yet because otherwise she, when she took them to the house, she would have done that. But she saw this happening. So the next thing we see is the kids are gone when we come back to the house. Mm-hmm. But, but before at- that, we go to Vision who's sitting getting, giving his interview and he's talking about Infinity War being just a few weeks ago. Which is, again, I like that it places That's, like, it's oh yeah. only been three weeks or so in, in the minds of Wanda, in the minds of in the mind of Wanda, because obviously it's been more than, it's been like five plus years ago. We're not back to vision, vision flying away yet. Not yet. No. This is a great moment where he's, uh, he said they're giving the interview and he scratches the back of his neck. Yeah. It's just, for some reason, it's really funny. And this is where he's like, what am I doing this interview No, for? that doesn't happen yet. That hap- First, before this happened, Agnes goes out to talk to Wanda. 
Oh, yeah. And Monica, oh, yeah. and she mm-hmm. takes her away, and Monica does nothing. This was where, as much as I was enjoying how Monica was in control of the situation, and then she wasn't. It was like, I'm going to take Wanda. It's like, I'm going to walk with you. You know, but I mean, she kind of, she's like, she's following behind, but but she's clearly falling way behind because the time she, you know, the house is only a couple houses away. But I understand that. That's that's fine. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't have any problem with that. I thought that was fine because we saw Wanda pissed. She's like, don't you fall. Like, she's like, oh, don't do this. And I get your point of like, yeah. just do it and like see what happens. Like, so yeah, we go back to you talking about the vision, saying, "What am I doing here, talking to you?" Yeah, and then he we takes ca- off his he takes off his uh, mic, and then all mic. of a sudden we see he's back in the van, which makes it seem like yeah, it was all in his head. And then he flies away through the ceiling, and Darcy's like, "You know, I'll catch up later," which yeah, is good. But he he does what he needs to do. Everyone's like, "Why didn't they just?" And he does it. He 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 comes temporal or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm gonna let you do this. I'm not gonna he do becomes incorporeal. And flies out of the van. Yeah, that's right. I use that word. We phased out. Yes. So we go back into the house and we see. Uh, well, you you you, you informed me that this was Yo Gabba Gabba. Yep. Just happened. I've never seen an episode, but I've seen the DVD case, and I knew it was Yo Gabba Gabba. And I knew that that was not a fly or a moth on the window, but a cicada. And or is it a locust? What's the difference? I don't know. Exactly. Locust seems more plague esque. And dark. Speaking of dark, Agnes's house is considerably darker than anything. It's else. an older house too. It's an older house, but it's like bleak. There's no color. There's a couple flowers on the table, but most of it is just dark grays and blues mm-hmm. and blacks. Very witch-like. So she told that, like, asks where the twins are, and they say they're playing in the basement. This is when Wanda goes down the basement. We see these vines on the wall, and it's a great moment that I did not catch the first time, but the second time was when she walks past these vines and through this what looks like old castle-like feel is the aspect ratio changes. She leaves the sitcom realm, and she's back into the real world once she does that, and the aspect happens there. And we see a book. Two thoughts real fast. Oh, go ahead. It's like she's walking into the Upside Down. I think you mentioned you did, that. Yeah. Or your son mentioned that. And also, I don't know From where this. Stranger I don't know where this is located, but it kind of looks like she walks a little bit farther. Is this located underneath a Wanda's house potentially? I don't know because at the end of this, when we go from the cellar outdoor shot that Monica tries to go in, she's going in seeing that. Yeah, we don't house. know. She's we don't know how big that house. Yeah. We don't know how big that house is. Um, yeah, I agree. So we see a book, which people like to speculate that's the Darkhold book. Joel, what's the Darkhold book? The Darkhold book is a book that they utilize in Agents of Shield. Yes, it's from the to comic books. That's Ghost a, Rider. But as people talk about, there are more than one evil book in comics. When you've been around in comics for 80 years, there's a lot of bad books. Well, but we'll see if it's the dark book because the reason we're not sure is because the cover of it looks definitely different than the version we saw in Agents of Shield, which last we saw of that was Ghost Rider taking it to hell, I believe. I think so. Yeah, we'll say that. But there's energy coming out of it, red energy, and that's when we get introduced to Agnes with Senor Scratchy, and she says, "Glad to finally meet you, Wanda. I'm Agatha Harkness." And then she clouds Wanda's mind, or is she just showing her? This next great scene, which is the song done to the Munsters like music, and it's purple magic energy. Yeah, again, there's blue, there's red, and purple. So, so we get the great song Agatha all along, which is actually sung partly by Catherine. Whatever, what's her name? Kathleen Hellman. Helm. Hyman. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's Hyman. Han. (laughs) No matter what I say to screw up, you took it to another level. Fantastic. Catherine Hahn. And uh, I, I watched a couple times, like when you see her legs landing before she transforms and she's in that purple outfit, 
and the kind of camera goes up, but you never get to see the full outfit, like what she's actually dressed in as her witch Modern form. Modern day outfit, yeah. And it looked at it, and for me, I thought it looked like Nightmare from the comics, which is another villain people think it might be. And yeah, I'm like, it looked, it could it look like it could be Nightmare because that's his outfit is all raggy like that. But also, she's wearing heels and everything too. So we'll see what that entails. But we see that she's been behind everything all the whole time, including her final line where she says, "And I killed Sparky too." Yeah. Which is cackles. awesome. The first oh, sorry, of all, the song awesome. is awesome. It's very reminiscent of the Munsters. That style. And the, and the text of it is, is mm-hmm. Munsters, too. When she says, I killed Sparky, too, it's very reminiscent of Wizard of Oz and your little dog, too. And then the Wizard of Oz, the laugh, the cackle. So that brought us to the end of it, where we eventually go again into a shot of the vision's eye, which then takes us to the look where we see the rings together. And if everybody's fast forwarding this point, you might not want to because what happens next? You fast forward too far. No, it's a mid-credit scene. Yeah, it's a mid-credit scene, very MCU. You know how many people went back and rewatched the first six episodes at the end to see if they hadn't messed up other two. ones? There were two at, people at least two total. people. Yes, and neither of yeah, us. Yeah, Monica's there. opening the cellar, the cellar door. door, very reminiscent of Twister. No, I just <laughs> she opens the cellar door, sees the vines going down, and Pietro shows up. And the aspect ratio changes again. So that's the episode. And Monica's eyes were are purple at that point, and he says, "Snooper's gonna snoop." That's what snoopers do. Did this discussion enhance your viewing of it, Joel? No, I mean, this episode is a solid episode. If it, it didn't it, enhance your viewing, why are we doing this podcast? I, you know, I, you know, here's another thing. <laughs> I want to go back to, to Agent uh, Goodner. They, and, and this is where I think MCU is having a lot of fun or, you know, the, the powers to be are having fun. Because I believe the actress who plays Monica mentions that Agent Goodner, or the, her guy the thing is going to be a big reveal. And that was not a big reveal. But she mentioned that in Twitter. The same way the actor who plays Vision mentions that he's looking forward to working with this one actor he's never worked with before and he's really excited about it. That seems like a big reveal, but it's like, is that planted by Marvel? Or is that just the actor saying stuff? I want to, like, that's that's awesome to me. Like, pl- Snooper's going to snoop, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking online to see if there's anything we missed. People are talking about the Yo Gabba Gabba, that their characters are actually singing Jumpy Jump, the Puppet Master. Uh, Jumpy Jump might be a hint that the Hex is a Nexus multiple <laughs> multiversal jump point. Uh, who knows with this show? There's another potential Nexus connection because the Nexus is where Tony found Jarvis in the Avengers Age of Ultron. That's why they called it there. Uh, looking to see if there's anything else that the... I oh, talked about the Atari joysticks. Yep, I love that. Talks about the Darkhold. Uh, didn't we see the Darkhold in the Runaways TV series? Wasn't I don't know if that was actually it, though. Was it? I believe. The Runaway, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was on Runaways. It's like we should did a podcast on that. <laughs> I hear connections. People are saying, well, well, at the end of this, maybe Loki will tie in because we know that there's a Loki show coming up. Will that be the connection that happens? Eh. Eh. I don't like that connection. Huh? He could be the one. He came from the other reality, and he somehow gave a Infinity Stone to. Unless we're gonna get a prequel about how he got through that other reality and got back to our reality, I doubt that's what it's gonna be. I do too. I think that covers about everything that I want to talk about. Is it the Dormammu though? No, I don't know why. <laughs> I just... <laughs> it is in Runaways season three, so, and it's also uh, in season six of Agents of Shield. It's an illusion. Agent set. No. What's that? I don't know. I'm tired. (laughs) 
it's 10 in the morning. I don't know why you're tired. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope this was fun for you, as it's always fun for us. If you'd like to uh, help us out, please go to patreon.com slash Podcast, where we do mini casts up there that's extra fun stuff for you guys and it also helps our podcast out so please go ahead and give a listen and if you can't do that at least go to wherever you got this podcast and if they have a way of giving thumbs up or five stars can you do that because that would actually help bring more listeners to this show it makes it that much more fun for us yeah, and finally go to facebook.com slash Brothers Podcast and give us a like there because we always post a lot of good information over there, news articles, things like that, that are not spoilery, but are interesting and get you deeper into the world of WandaVision and the MCU as a whole. That's all I got. That's all I want. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time. It's been Agatha all along. And I killed Sparky too. Oh.